Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Own Your Awesome. I'm your host, Miranda Von Fricken. I'm so excited for this conversation today. I know I say this often, but I've been doing a lot of thinking about this one topic in my life. For whatever reason, certain topics pop up in my heart and in my mind, whether I'm talking to clients or playing on social media or just having cocktails with friends and we just start talking about something specific. There's always one major idea that pops out at me and in my brain, I start to spiral (laughs) in a good way, I promise. And I just start looking into things and I start reflecting on my life and how that topic kind of reaffirms what I'm doing. I figure out if I'm far away from that thing or if I'm close to it. And that thing I'm talking about this week is the word abundance and the idea of abundance because I've been talking to a few clients lately about their lack of abundance their lack of feeling abundant, their lack of literal abundance, whether it's financial or um, anything that they may try to be calling in, they're feeling a sense of lack. And now a lot of the gurus and people we follow on social will tell you, if you feel like you're lacking something, go out and get it or find people who already have it. And I'm all about that, right? You surround yourself with the right people, you're in the right environment, you're going to start to call in and attract that thing that you're looking for. But sometimes, now this may be for my introverted friends, or this may be for some of the the people out there who just don't want to go out and find something. Because when we talk a lot about like, go get it, go, go take action, do the work, that that feeling or that term hustle pops in their brain. And they start to think, oh, well, I'm just not feeling it. I don't want to go hustle for something. And I don't want you to go hustle for anything. I want it to be magnetized to you. I want you to call in whatever it is that you're longing for. So I want to talk to you today about abundance and how to elevate it and activate it from where you are today. You don't have to leave the car wherever you're listening. You don't have to leave your office. You don't have to do much of anything other than a few little tweaks that I want to kind of start out with. Um, of course, I'm going to take you through some action steps. But first, I want to I want to ask you, what does abundance mean to you? Feel free to pause this if you need to and really think about it. If you're in a place to jot down some notes, of course, do that. Brain dump what abundance means to you if you haven't already or if you haven't in a while. Because honestly, abundance is seasonal. Right? Like every, I mean, I'm in upstate New York and the seasons sometimes are daily, but every time the season changes, I redefine what abundance means to me. I know we do these goals and vision boards at the first of the year, but here we are in July. Six months, seven months almost have passed through this year. And I'm curious does what you thought meant abundance in the beginning of the year? still hold true today. What does abundance mean to you? Does it mean a lot of money, big vacations, luxury, labels, name brands, a lot of enter here, (laughs) X, whatever it is that you think it means abundance to you? Is it a thing? Is it um, 
a location, like abundance to me used to mean money. Abundance used to mean, you know, being able to buy whatever it is I wanted, pay all my bills. Um, But it kind of morphed and evolved as I evolved, especially as a business owner. Abundance to me as a business owner now, of course, is being able to pay my bills (laughs) and invest in all of the cool programs that are out there to elevate myself. But abundance to me is a feeling. And I can create that feeling anywhere I am. I don't have to be at some huge conference to evoke excitement and motivation. I don't have to be lounging on the beach, listening to the waves crash to create that feeling of calm and serenity. I can create that feeling of what abundance means to me anywhere I am. And that's the thing I really want to help elevate and activate for you in this conversation. So for me, abundance is a feeling of calm security mixed with that freedom to choose. Now I say freedom to choose. And of course, that may come with like having a lot of money to be able to say yes to things I want to invest in or I want to purchase, or if I want to donate or help out a fellow entrepreneur or invest in their business. I just want the freedom to say yes. It doesn't mean I have to buy the designer shoes, but the ability and the freedom and the option to say yes is what abundance is to me. And then with that comes that calm security that I know the bills are paid. I know my family's taken care of. I know my clients have exactly what they need. I've given them all the resources. So it's it's not always money, but money does provide security and freedom. So I'm curious, what does abundance mean to you? If we're not already connected on Instagram or LinkedIn, find me, send me a DM, connect with me, tell me what abundance means to you because I'm going to start doing a lot more research and surveying in order to compile some big resources for you. And I'd love to have your thoughts on this. What does abundance mean to you? All right. So when I focus on that feeling that I'm looking for, if I'm feeling lack and I don't want to feel lack anymore, I want to feel abundant, I'll say to myself, what is the feeling I'm actually searching for? And then the feeling that accompanies whatever the abundance I'm looking for, and then I follow it up with the reality. So abundance isn't just a state of mind. Abundance isn't just a feeling. Abundance is also a reality, right? Sometimes it's not. We're not feeling the reality, so we don't have it in our current life. But it always, the reality we're living in currently, whether it's abundant or not, it started with a feeling. And you'll read that in all the books. I studied it in my master's program with even when I studied motivation. Everything starts with a feeling. That feeling leads to a thought. That thought leads to action. Action leads to reality. So what areas in your life could use a little boost of abundance? Which areas? Relationships, your work, maybe your business. Could you use more leads in your business? But also, could could you use a little more awesome in your life? Could you, could you use a little more abundance in your finances, in your health, in your creativity? I love when I'm feeling creatively abundant because I know everything else kind of follows from there. 
How would you feel if these areas were all operating at full capacity? Pretty awesome, I'm sure. Isn't it time you activated abundance in these areas? In any of these areas that you don't feel completely abundant in, we can no longer stand by idle, ignoring the fact that we don't feel abundant in every area. Now, it doesn't have to be perfect. We're not looking for perfection in our relationships or millions and millions of dollars, although that would be fabulous. (laughs) But we're looking for our definition of abundance. And of course, it's different for everyone. I want to give you three ways to start to activate and elevate abundance in your life, no matter what area you're focused on. The first thing, and it's funny, in the beginning I said, it's not a lot of work and you don't have to go anywhere, but this may require a little movement. (laughs) The first thing I do when I'm feeling a lack in any area is to find a physical space that I work in or I'm in a lot and I clean it. You're like, wait, what? You want me to clean my house? Get out of here. (laughs) No, I'm serious. Hear me out. There are spaces in our life that will block out abundance if they're not fully like clear, fully cleaned, fully uh, up to our standards, if you will. So is it your house a hot mess? Do you walk in your house every night from work and it's a hot mess? I had this one client who had a little one. She worked half from home, half from um, from the office, and she had a little one. And she would pick up the little one, come home, and do some more work. He would play. But there was toys everywhere, and it drove her nuts. She even had like a designated play space for him kind of in the office where she worked, which was probably like a den, so there was still a door. Um, But she couldn't get him to clean up. It was driving her nuts. She'd walk into the house. The husband helped when he could, but he traveled a lot. And so I said to her, what's one area that's really stressing you out in your life? And she was looking for a promotion at this point, so she was probably like, What are you talking about cleaning my toys up when I just want a promotion? But I said to her, what do you sit at your desk? This is where you work. This is where you're going to generate that promotion. What do you see around you that's driving you bonkers? And she said, his toys. (laughs) I said, oh, yes, I've been there. (laughs) So what I gave her as an assignment was to go to the dollar store or go to wherever she gets little uh, buckets or whatever, have a designated location, not only like corner of her office, but a place for him to put his toys that don't, that does not look like it's for toys. So she ended up getting a couple like wicker baskets with really pretty wooden handles that she put under a bookshelf. Um, and that's where his toys went, but it matched her office decor. It matched the house. It looked fantastic. And when I came back to her the following week and I said, what do you see now? And she said, I, I see it's clean, but what I feel is actually the game changer. She's like, I'm, even if I have to clean up these toys myself, it takes five seconds, which it always did. And I'm not looking at the toys. I'm putting them away. So 
let this be just a little baby story example of how important our physical environment is to our creativity, to our motivation, to our drive. So is there one area in your life, whether it's in your house, in your office, maybe it's your bedroom, maybe it's your car. Oh my gosh, if I told you my car story, you guys would die. I tell this in a keynote often and just... 10 second version of my example of decluttering our physical environment leading to success. (laughs) It was torrential downpouring one day when I left my nine to five and I ran to my car and driving past the front door, my boss's boss ran out without an umbrella, banged on my window quick because I wasn't going fast and said, can you drive me to my car? And he just like opened the door and, and got in the front seat. I didn't even say like, yeah, come on in or anything. It just happened so fast. He gets in and all you hear is crunch, crunch, crunch. It was all the fast food wrappers and boxes from either my daughter or myself or my son, my family, whatever. When we were driving around, being crazy sports mom, we stop, we get bags of food, Dunkin' Donuts, whatever. And I had the other day organized the car to a degree. (laughs) I had put all of the wrappers and the garbage in the front seat passenger side floor. Um, So I knew next time I went to get gas, it would just be right there and I would just toss it all in the garbage. And so, cause I had, I did this like on a lunch break. I wasn't like I was home and had a garbage bag. So I was like, oh, you know what? I'll go get gas after work. I'll toss this all in the garbage at the gas station. Not a big deal. I thought I was doing myself, you know, something awesome by being organized and cleaning my car. But this guy got in my car and was like, damn girl, you eat a lot of fast food. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. And I was like, it's, it's not just me. It's like my whole family. And I put it there on purpose to just clean. And, and oh, I was so I just was mortified. And we had a good laugh or whatever. So I ended up obviously dropping him at his car, going home, getting a garbage bag, cleaning it up. But from that point forward, I never, never keep garbage in my car. <laughs> whatever, busy sports mom, don't judge me. The whole point is my car is typically spotless. It will, I have to vacuum it more often than I'd like to, but I keep a little baby garbage can that's cute for the car in the back seat where the kids hang. And anytime we, we get Dunkin' or Starbucks or, you know, anything that uh, open up a wrapper or something, it goes automatically in the garbage. So when I do good gas, I empty that garbage can. And I've created this habit of myself because I had such a crappy experience with a former boss. Now, how did that lead to success? Or was that just me being a slob? Like it led to success because now my car is always clean and I'm ready and available if I need to drive someone home from a networking event. Anytime someone says, oh, I'm going, you know, I got to go home. My, My ride's leaving. I can say, hey, I can drive you home, no problem, because my car is always ready for guests, (laughs) or carpooling, or sports momming, or whatever, and that may sound super corny, but look at it from a perspective if you are a salesperson, and you're often going to drop off different things to clients, or you you may have to ride in a car with clients, having the habit or decluttering your car is a huge example of feeling organized, right? So anyway, I could go on all day about the car situation, but it changed how I treat my vehicle. 
And it's not just like a place that I'm in between one spot to the other. It's its own entity. And I actually have a few other stories that I won't get into this podcast, but a few other stories about how valuable my car has become to me in between stressful situations. Um, So now I treat my car with all the respect. The same with my office. I could probably use some help in the house. but (laughs) But what area in your life Is it the car? Is it your garage? Is your garage driving you bonkers? The office, a special room, decluttering one area in your life that may be driving you crazy. Maybe it's just a junk drawer. Maybe it's your sock drawer. Maybe it's something so small and corny, but you're like, is that even affecting me? But maybe it is. Maybe that clutterness is subconsciously weighing on you and a little bit blocking the abundance you're looking to call in. So step one, find an area in your world to declutter because when you declutter, it leaves space to call in more things. Just like when we're buying new clothes, you should probably get rid of one or two things, right? Like don't keep adding and consuming. Get rid of the old, call in the new, but you have to make sure there's space for the new. So create space, physical space in your world to call in whatever it is you're meant to call in. The second thing I want you to do after you create space for this abundance that you will be activating and elevating is to brain dump one area of your life that really needs elevation. So whether, you know, get a pen and paper if you're able to, or just brainstorm this, um, you know, as you're driving, what is one area in your life you could really use a boost in. Like if I came with my fairy wand and said, okay, girl, like one little tap of this wand in this area will be completely how you envision it. What is that area you could use the most help with? And once you figure that out, I want you to start to pick action steps and say to yourself, what do I need to do to call in abundance in this area. So figure out the area as step two. Step three would be, what is one area in your life that can rule them all, right? So what is one area that if you decluttered, tweaked, elevated, activated, if you did any changes to this area, it would push the other areas in the right direction too. For me, it's always my health. I know when I'm slacking in business, when my relationship isn't going so well, when I'm feeling super stressed, I know I'm slacking in my health department, right? Like my spiritual prayer life, foundational life is always on point. However, if that's on point and everything else is a mess, it's more than likely I'm not eating right. I'm not drinking all my water. Maybe I'm skipping my vitamins. Maybe I'm skipping the walk or the gym experience. I know for me, if I can elevate and activate my health area, it typically will push all the other areas in a better direction, move them forward. So after you physically declutter a space in your life, I want you to figure out what is the other spaces that aren't physical in your life that could use some activation and elevation. What about your job? What about your business? How are you feeling creative? creatively? Do you have hobbies? Do you have, you know, something that you would love to be doing, but you're not doing? Maybe it's just you as an individual that is feeling lack, 
right? Like, I mean, you're not alone. I speak to tons and tons of women who feel they all the areas are fine, but they feel something's missing. And that's typically you. There, you are the area that needs a little love, a little activation, and a lot more abundance. So I want you to really figure out what's the one area to lead them all. And then from there, we create an abundance strategy. Call it all in and start to really feel the flow. So activating abundance can be super small. It can be fun little activities like journaling, writing down everything you currently have in your life. But I like to take that a step further and get rid of some of the stuff in our life that is taking up space and not allowing us to call in abundance. I know for me, when it's my business, I will clean my whiteboard because it gets a little messy or I'll reorganize my vision board or my bookshelf or what I'm looking at while I'm working. If it's too cluttered, then my brain is too cluttered and I can't get really clear on what it is I'm doing. So what is the area in your life you need to declutter in order to activate all the other areas? Something to consider, something to think about, something that will absolutely help you to activate your abundance and of course, own your awesome. Thank you so much for spending another day with me. I absolutely love this topic and these conversations. Let's continue the conversation. Let's go on Insta. Let's go on LinkedIn. Continue the conversation. Check out my recent posts because there's going to be a little something in there just for you if you think this conversation is right up your alley and you want to take more action on it. I am creating a six-month mastermind to finish the year strong and to start next year fully abundant. Until next week, continue to own your awesome. Bye.